All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of My Ethics Buddies, the podcast. And I say podcast because there is also a blog and there's also a video and I'm going to see if I can get on Apple TV. Hmm, I'll let you know. <laughs> um anyway the because then i could just direct everything there one place and that would be neat it's i already get uploaded to apple podcast but if you listen there they may well it won't happen till march but they updated their terms of whatever and i'm not directly on there so even though it recognizes me and it knows hey yeah you do my fx buddies i don't have the password and login to get in so i'm supposed to go click on this thing to state that i agree with the terms or they're not going to carry me anymore so uh yeah but it won't be till march anyway so that's that but you could still always do an internet search for my f x buddies and then other places come up so spotify.com if you have a paid uh uh membership whatever i think you can watch the video there and that is spotify.com my fx buddies and then rss.com has a transcript so if english is not your second if english is not your first language and you're like what the heck is she saying <laughs> you can read that transcript and i do have there are some people who live in other countries that listen so that is amazing all right um what's the other one if you're on youtube look in the description box and there'll be a link to the video and it's two and a half minutes i failed again all right so that's everything it, no matter where you're listening there's always a link to the blog because there's an article you may want to read that i didn't post anywhere else because i'm a little leery of the name of the website um so okay so let's get to it it is sunday 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 uh january 28th i'm doing this early enough because i'm ready for some football so i'm trying to get this out the way but we have bad sad news let me see how can i get down so um i didn't even, i don't have that much in military stuff because it's really depressing if you're watching this video, I'm, I apologize, but I'm trying to get all the way down to the bottom. And here we go. Three American soldiers were killed on the Jordanian-Syrian border by a bomb-laden plane, which is a drone. That's how it translates from Arabic to English. But this has to do with um 
the other part of the Middle East that's inflamed right now. But still, you know, it's still our... And they're announcing it today. Uh, you know, maybe it happened over the weekend. Maybe it happened last week. But they're announcing it today. So, as always. And see, that's why I don't like to see anybody perish. Right? American, Iraqi, Jordan. We're all people. And so, anyway, yeah. But on that front... Um, they did launch the first round of a dialogue regarding ending the International Coalition mission in Iraq. They made a Supreme Military Council Committee. There it is right there. Now look, I just said Supreme Military Committee. And what does it have here? HMC. Oh, maybe H. So... Our word for supreme is high level. So maybe that's what that is. But I'm not going to talk about that because you can read that anywhere. It's in our news. Oh, let me just show you. It's in Russian news. Let me see if I put that down here. No, it may be in. Um, yeah. So this one is not so much in order. <laughs> But that that military one is under military stuff. And then this one, why Iran doesn't want U.S. forces out of Iraq. Now, this is a great article to give history of, because it just, it boggles my mind that Iran has so much influence in Iraq. And then if we're over there, doesn't that mean we're dealing with Iran also? Hmm. But anyway, yeah, so there's this one part. This was a protest. Um, Iranians were out. Excuse me. Iraqis were out. Look at that. That's a lot of people. Some people can look at that picture and know approximately. But it goes all the way back down there and all the way back down here. And this was from Iran hitting Erbil on January 22nd. Okay, so um, they even talk about the U.S. Treasury. Here, the cherry on top. Okay, this. so if you want to read this, the only place where you could try to find it on the Daily Beast. That's the name of this website. And I'm sorry. I can't take a website seriously that's called the Daily Beast. <laughs> but it is a good article, and the guy who wrote it is of Middle Eastern descent, at least his name, um, which I thought I put here. Well, his name would lead you to believe that he is. So that is on the blog if you want to read that. Okay, now let's see. What is this? So there's um, Kirkuk, no, Kurdistan, rather. Um, there's a few articles here. Hoshar Zabari, I'm sure I'm not saying his first name right. He is in the news talking, even though he's been out of politics. 
probably nine years. They still, for some reason, like to interview him. And he's saying that the Kurds shouldn't just bend to um, Baghdad. The Kurds should get what they want per the Constitution. So here, a Kurdish delegation will arrive in Baghdad to settle all financial and economic disputes. Um, there was one. The Kurdistan government confirms its pursuit of a radical solution to the oil file with Baghdad. We've heard that word plenty of times, right? So, yeah. So I just wanted you to see they're still dealing with that. They're still dealing with the budget. Um, now, here is something. This is different, and I don't know if it's because, okay, I'm seeing a change. And I don't know if it's because they know Iraq, whoever does the media for Iraq, knows there's way more Americans looking at the CBI website, following the auctions, um, following the economic news. So there seems to be more of those types of articles in the news now. Or it could be they're pushing the citizens to the next level trying to get them to read about the stock market, right? They're putting daily stock market updates out every day, and they didn't used to do that. They used to just put it out on Thursday, at least that, that we could see, right, here in America or wherever. Um, and so this, they talked about the Iraqi Central Bank sells more than a billion dollars within a week, but that's not out of the ordinary, right? So. If you don't know, and I know some people are still kind of confused about it, it's they have a nice little write-up here. And what it is, they strictly sell dollars. The auction sells dollars to supposedly the banks that are authorized to attend the auctions. Most of the dollars that are purchased get transferred out of Iraq and then there's a smaller amount of cash that gets purchased that stays in Iraq that goes into the economy probably the parallel market right so they've been doing it since 2003 it's not a natural thing not many countries do that so we went there and we set it up and there's everyone knows corruption flows through the auction right okay but also we're gonna go all the way up to the top this is a big article I have not watched their TV yet today because um, I was doing something else so there's five pages here this is explaining to all approved banks see that a l l all approved banks who want to strengthen the assets of the corresponding banks abroad they gave them very specific instructions for march 1st 20 now you know what no, this is January 3rd because, wait, 
It's in the title, March, right? They do their, um, they do their date. Yeah, it says starting March. Okay. The Central Bank of Iraq decided to restore the mechanisms for financing Iraq's foreign trade starting next March, but that's this coming March, March 1st, 2004. This is new, you guys. This is new because, why? Because it's new that they're dealing with these other currencies, the yuan, the rupee, um, the Emirati dirham, the Jordan dinar, right? It's new. So these are new things. And so they're getting away from, I believe, getting away from asking the Federal Reserve and uh, SWIFT. And they have to pair with a corresponding bank in the country of that money. And it's even listed. So it's a five-page document. And there it is. See? It's here. It's all on the blog for free. You don't have to join anything. You don't have to pay anything. But see, all this is in English. Ooh, crow. I don't think I would bank with a bank called Crow. <laughs> but anyway, ooh, Baker Tilly. Huh. Anyway, see, I that's I didn't even intend to do that, but I just wanted to show you. So I have translated it. It's very easy to read. And you can go to the blog. It may be all around in our land. It may not. Um, because it's nothing saying we're going to the bank tomorrow, but it is new, which means um, forward progress, right? And, you know, that's what in March comes before April. I'll just leave that there. <laughs> but anyway, yes, if you want to read that, but look how specific. On Monday, they can buy yuan, rupee, the Turkish lira, and the dirham. Now, Tuesday, it says the Emirati which I thought the Emirati was the Durham. Wednesday, the Euro. And then the dollar all the days of the week. <laughs> so, see, that means they're ready to do this. When they start putting this, this stuff out very specific like this, they've had all their meetings. And they even have a cutoff time. One o'clock each working day is the cutoff time. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I think this is a good sign of forward movement. And yeah, so I'm encouraged by that. Okay, so let's see. Okay, we're at 15 minutes. We're doing good. Here's an article. Iraqis do not trust their banks. And bankers reveal the reasons. And they just talk about how they still have the bulk of the money at home in safes. Or under their sleeping pillows. <laughs> They consider that safer than the bank. And they talked to Sahira Shakur. She's 56. And um, she got a loan. She thought the loan was for X amount and it would be done in this much time. Surprise! It wasn't. Um, yeah, so if you want to read, it is long, but, you know, if you want to understand why they don't trust their banks. And it goes all the way back. To 1991. Yeah. So, 
All right, here on the Iraqi banking sector enters a state of alert. New U.S. sanctions loom on the horizon. So this person is saying, and his last name is Halabusi, but it's not the House Speaker that just got ejected or whatever. Um, and he's saying, you know, if you tell the Americans to go, don't be surprised if they don't start putting sanctions on us. So this um, Baghdad hosts the Iraqi Jordanian Economic Integration Forum. If you want to read about that, you can. There's another version, too, with a very beautiful lady. Maybe I'll put that there, but um, let's see. Oh, yeah, so they hit. Oh, the reason I have this, um, Iran struck a gas field. And if you remember, I said once they start attacking um, the oil fields and the gas fields, that's considered escalation. And it's not good. So that happened. It even was strong enough to put out the power in a lot of a widespread power outage. Okay. This is Kurdistan. This is happening in Kurdistan. And then, meanwhile, the um, Sadani is all being praised because he's saying, we're going to have our own gas platform. and It'll be operational within two years. I thought that was funny. <laughs> and they're like, Iran's like, yeah, mm-hmm. But until then, here you go. And then also, if you didn't hear about this, the Houthis targeting a British oil ship in the Gulf of Eden with a direct hit. And, of course, Britain was denying it, but they have pictures. And to me, it looks like the ship was sinking, but I don't know. It's so hard to trust things on the Internet. Okay, um, and so it wasn't long, maybe a day, maybe a day and a half, because I still get confused about the time, and they were able to restore the power. Okay, did I talk about this article? I don't think so. No. So here, the fragility of the Iraqi economy is on a dangerous rise, and monetary policy is at the heart of the storm. So. Um, it's just talking about, I don't really want to focus on this because there's a better article, okay? But if you come to the blog, you might want to read that. But I mean, who doesn't know that the economy is dangerous and frail, right? To no fault of their own, right? Um, and here's my one commercial, don't leave money on the table, $75 to be exact. So if you want to find out, I know those Christmas bills are coming due. Go to my blog, go to the blog and click on that. And then there's more information about it right there. Okay, here, what's this? Um, parliamentary Finance, the U.S. Federal Reserve, which, yeah, it's supposed to be the Treasury, right? But, you know, some people think they're one and the same. <laughs> okay, sorry. Besieges the Iraqi citizen with dollars. So, Again, they're just saying that we are manipulating the parallel market, right, with the dollar. Okay, let's see. Oh, this was encouraging, kind of. At least the title's pretty good. It stands among the adults in purchasing power. 
learn about a rock's global ranking in the cost of living. So there's still, there are 118 out of 146 countries, but they gained, so they gained, I think, 18 points. Where's the Arab one? It's ninth. So Iraq is ninth in the Arab world after Qatar, Bahrain. <laughs> People tell me, you don't say it right. You're supposed to say it like this. So Lebanon, Saudi Arabia, Oman, Kuwait, Jordan, and Palestine. What? Really? So, yeah. But um, they increased by some points here. But anyway, so thought that was nice. And then we already talked about that. All right. We are moving right along. So pretty much that's what the whole week was about, was them making that supreme military council. And Alina Romanowski, she's going to be replaced. That is no big deal. They only do like a year or two. So I guess she's only doing a year. But people are like, don't panic. And then some people are like, oh, the next person, they're perfect for this. They've been through this and they've been through that. So then all the other ambassadors were not prepared to do the exchange. And all these times that we were told the RV was about to happen, it wasn't. So don't read into that. I mean, people, and I think that's what happens when you charge for your content. People try to make it sensational to make you feel like you're getting your money's worth. And I'm not saying you're not getting your money's worth, but okay. And this is my opinion. They switch up ambassadors all the time. They can do one year, like Brett McGurk. <laughs> he did two years. And then because they still wanted him involved, they created some new position and put him in that position to work alongside whoever the ambassador was. Right. So, yeah. So that's happening, but it's no big deal. It's not holding up the RV or anything like that. Okay, so we already talked about that. Okay, so I'm going to finish out with my favorite article of the weekend. And it's the guy who looks like my favorite uncle who's passed. So, and it's the title of the blog. Al-Nusari identifies the causes of exchange rate fluctuations and recovery measures now he typically he does long articles but he goes back and he does a history right and i think that's what makes them so long is because he always does the history and he's not the cbi he doesn't work for the cbi but well now they're calling him advisor to the Iraqi Private Banks Association. But he gets invited to all the swanky parties they have. When he writes books, they give him awards for his books. Um he for some reason he's really tight with the CBI. So he's not just a regular economist or professor, right? So I like the whole thing is good right you should read the whole thing he talks about the merchants and you know how now they can do deals with the other currencies direct china india turkey and the emirates 
Um, but if the merchants do not adhere to international banking standards that guarantee the arrival of the dollar to the final beneficiary or exporter, so dollar transfers are manipulated and reach countries sanctioned by the U.S. or besieged internationally. Therefore, the efforts of the central bank and the government in 2023 were focused on drawing up a strategy for banking financial reform and the purpose of controlling exchange rate stability. So then he says they're also trying to build new international understandings with international banks and opening accounts for our banks in correspondent banks as more than 40 have already been opened, right? With American, Chinese, Emirati, Turkish, and Indian banks. They left out Jordan and Egypt, right? It doesn't say Egypt there, right? They also have Jordan banks and Egypt banks. Egypt, Egypt. Okay, so we expect that during the next two months, which would put us where? April. The number of Iraqi banks that have accounts will exceed. Okay, yeah, will exceed. There are 30 banks, but you just up here said, well, 40 accounts, maybe not at 30 banks. Okay, I'll give them that. 40 accounts, maybe at 15 banks, right? But so they, they expect to have 30 banks. Okay, so then more about that. He says, we will also take measures in cooperation between the central bank and the government to comprehensively expand the use of electronic payment and move to digital transformation and a cashless society in all fields. And you know, I hate that, but that's where they want to take us. So he closes by saying, the availability of foreign cash reserves exceeding $100 billion confirms that the Iraqi dinar will recover and that it is strong as the local currency in circulation is covered by foreign cash reserves in addition to other executive measures to support and stimulate the local product and control the monetary market and the commercial market. It will control the exchange rate as I expect in the coming period. <laughs> I know, I know. We don't want to hear that. We don't even know what the coming period is. But the point is, he's talking in the future. And usually he's talking in past and present. But he's talking about uh, kind of present, but future too. Like we, we're doing this now and we're going to expand. I think this is excellent. It's very encouraging. I would be even more enthused if it was from the CBI directly, which they kind of have, they kind of have said these things, just not all in one article, right? This usually they put a little bit out here, a little bit out there, and he's just saying it all at once. So that's it. Um, it's short, but that's because there's other stuff. Um, it's funny. They just, the IFC, which is a subsidiary of the World Bank, um, invested in the cement company, 
And then not even two hours later, an article comes out saying, oh, look here, we arrested one of the top people who works at the cement company. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, did they pay to get that guy out of the way? I don't know. But there's so many things going on. Um, they opened up a bus line. I think it's a bus line or a train line that goes through Iraq, Jordan, and somewhere else that, that they're, they're not working on it. It opened right today supposedly it opened um so they're moving along as much as they can right okay and um so there it's getting out that the people were in the streets celebrating and yes they were but they were celebrating because their soccer team has moved on to the next level monday they played jordan and you would think it was the world cup they are out in the streets with flags, their flags wrapped around them. Um, so, and then Sadani came out and said, okay, that's it. Tomorrow, everything shuts down at 2 p.m. And we're going to go watch the game. So, I hope they win. If they don't win, I think they'll be, <laughs> they'll be devastated. But um, I don't think they set things on fire. They don't burn stuff like other places. Um, they just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I, um, yeah. So that is, that is true. They are in the streets celebrating. But it's for the game, the soccer game. All right. Soccer team, football, whatever. Right. You know what I mean. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope this helps. And I forgot to say, I think on the last one, I forgot to say accumulate while we wait for the rate to accumulate. Nope. Appreciate. <sighs> Don't miss any meals and pay all your bills. I just, I'm tired of hearing people say I'm going to be evicted. Please, please, please don't wait for this. Don't wait for this. Pay your bills. All right. Um, that's it. Thank you. Enjoy your Sunday. I intend to. And we'll see what this week brings us. All right. Until next time.